No Ketchup Chicago. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick on the line. What's happening? Yeah, sir. What's going on? What's happening? The business. Man. Hey, you already know, man. Hey, man. It's a lot going uh, on right now. The Bentley stays and the broke hoes go. <laughs> Straight like that. Straight like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, uh-huh. it's Thursday. So we're going to do on the new structure for Thursdays, we're going to do a little weekend preview and talk about the biggest stories going right now, going into the weekend. So that means we're going to talk about Championship Sunday, AFC, NFC. We're going to break down both games, make our picks. The baseball cheating scandal, this shit is picking up steam by the day. Yeah. And it's very interesting shit. Uh, and I feel like it, it's going to keep going, too. I feel like we have not, you know, fully gotten into this yet. You know, obviously the Beltran, Beltran should happen today. You know, heads, heads are rolling, man. It's crazy. This is the beginning, but it, th- there's already plenty of stuff that they've given us that we could talk about forever. I, I, I'm excited to, to talk about this. This is some interesting shit. And we don't even yeah. love baseball like that. I feel like ESPN needs to uh, reassign Schefter and Woj to the MLB beat to get the real <laughs> scoop, you know what I'm saying? Get the, <laughs> the scoop scoop. Yeah, Woj is going to be like, oh, hold on, let me make some calls over here. Yeah, so yeah. we're, we're going we're gonna to break down that. Got to touch on OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. He got warrants out for his arrest. He's smacking cops in the booty in the locker Wait, room. Did you, you see? Corn, can you get cornball of the week twice in the same week? I mean, we're gonna talk about. I mean, I already gave him cornball of the week on Tuesday. We're, we we could talk. I could talk about this all day too. We got a lot to talk about. And yes, you can get you can get cornball of the month, low key. But he, we, might, he might he might take the title from Darren Rovell if he actually gets some charges. It is like that. It, it was man. Did you see the new video of him trying to take the, the, what's the thing when you talk into it? It makes your voice sound real loud. What's that shit called? Oh, uh, like the megaphone. The megaphone. Yeah, he's trying to take the megaphone from the band uh, leader. I, I've seen I've seen three videos from that night. I saw the money the money on the fifty, which you already hit on, which was just absolutely stupid. And I and I feel what you were saying as far as like yo do that shit in private. Um, just another thing. I mean, you just bring a lot of heat when you do something stupid like that, number one, and, you know, again, make it all about you. Then I saw the video where he was interrupting the speech, which was super corny, where he's like, y'all did that. That's y'all. Oh, see, I didn't even see that one. Oh, you didn't see that nah, one? Nah, okay. Uh, yeah, the coach is giving the speech about them winning, and he's like, y'all did that. That's y'all. It's just super corny. Yeah. Like, bro, you're not on the team. So we're going to, yeah, we'll, so we'll touch on <laughs> yeah. OBJ. We'll touch on all that stuff. We're going to do, in the second segment, coming off of the weekend recap, and this the biggest stories of the, of the weekend going into the weekend. Three-piece Thursday, we'll do a three three questions each about whatever we want. It can be sports-related. It can be non-sports-related. You got three questions for me. I got three questions for you, and we'll keep it running from there. And then we'll close the show with uh, some Chicago-only talk and then anything else that jumps up. I do want to touch on the DeFilippo hire, what that means. I know we, I know you, I know you don't want to talk about the Bears, but we could touch on it really quick. The who? 
<laughs> then we'll get to Lori Markinen. Lori Mush Markinen. That's what that's that's his new nickname until until further Mush, notice yeah. for me. Mush Markinen. Yeah, yeah. I saw a few things last night, so I want to touch on. Yeah, that. yeah. We'll get to that, and then we'll talk about. Yeah, Big Nick was at the game at the Bulls game last night. We'll talk about the energy in the building, and then we'll go from there. Oh, sound good? Yes, sir. First off, what's going on? How is everything? Don't get don't give me no bullshit weather recap. Um, yeah, how you feeling? You I'm you were good, mad man. at me for stopping by Starbucks, huh? I'm not allowed to yeah, go over bro, there now. Well, so here's the thing, man. <laughs> After we go in about the reserve roasteria or whatever the hell it's called, I feel like Sean has been there five times and posted five Instagram. I'm not allowed to go over there though. My, That's my where whole, we at. The whole thing was the only reason people going over there is post the story about going over there and it's it's the hype machine and you know, <laughs> you're over there setting up shop with the laptop. You got the black cup on deck. The cup was decent. I'll give cup is hard, right? Cup. The little, super hard, the, but, the new know, Starbucks Reserve, like, black just, cup, bronze like, riding, shit's hard. I feel like you talked about my story. Supreme, and then when it got the Supreme hoodie. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's that's what you My did. biggest beef was I'm not about to wait in line. I'm not, that's not saying I'm not going to go over there and post up. You feel what I'm saying? That's a difference. Hey, man, do you, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, right. I, I don't like, I don't, I already told you, like, my one of my biggest reasons, I just don't really like Starbucks like that. But, you know, I guess I have to check it out eventually, see what it's talking about. Maybe put it on my story. Yeah. For- <laughs> uh, so, do it for the fans. Right, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. We got, <laughs> we're going to be on the mic for at least an hour and change. So let's get to it. Championship, where does there's only three football games left? We got AFC Championship, NFC Championship, then the Super Bowl. Where does the championship weekend rank on your favorite, I guess, NFL weekends? Was last like do you like last weekend no, more I mean, than this weekend? weekend is usually my, is my favorite. Um, why I just like the I like the Saturday Sunday setup with the good games, though. You know, what I mean, I think that like if you look at wild card weekend, you get the Saturdays as well. I just like the two days of NFL football. Like I got a good, what six, twelve, twelve hours blocked off for the weekend. Like I'm good to go. You just sit back, chill. I like it. I, I'm I'm big on the divisional weekend. Obviously, the games are better or they're higher stakes um, once you get to the conference finals and everything. But I just like having all that football, like a weekend of just NFL football. So I usually rock with those divisional weekends, man. Man, but of course, it's huge. It's the champ. I mean, this this one is, this year. There's a lot of intrigue, right? There's a lot of teams I want to see play. So obviously, I'm excited about it. But if you had to ask me what my favorite weekend is, it's divisional weekend for sure. Okay, I, I'll take the I'll take the championship weekend over the divisional weekend. Give me the two highest stakes games with the four teams left that are trying to go to the Super Bowl because you can still get a weak team in the divisional round, like the Texans. You typically don't get you get the cream of the crop on Championship Sunday. You feel what I'm saying? Texas, you typically Texas are a weak team. They're a weak. They're a weak head coach. You typically get teams like the Vikings and the Texans, where they don't really they never had a chance to to do any make any noise, right? Right. At least this week, you you usually get the the last four teams standing are usually tough. So I'll go with the Championship weekend. But let's open it up. Let's talk about Green Bay, San Francisco first. Pure being honest, you know this already. I have a big futures ticket on the Niners. Yeah. So I just want to give that disclaimer with, with whatever I say coming up in this 
this game preview, whatever you want to call it. So you so, can't be unbiased. Right. I, I can't tell if, if, if the game is an interesting matchup or is it because I have a futures ticket that it's an interesting matchup. Like, does, the, does this game interest you? Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's a really interesting matchup. I mean, obviously, you got the extra interest with the Futures ticket, but take that out of the equation as hard as it might be. Yeah, this is a very interesting matchup. I I think there's a lot of different storylines that play here. Like, obviously, Aaron Rodgers. The Packers have flown under the radar all year, right? I've never heard acquired a 13-win team. team, I'm pretty sure they've won like seven or eight straight, something like that crazy um, since that San Francisco game or whatever it might be. So I feel like they haven't gotten a ton of love. Um, but obviously they're playing really well. And then the Niners have just been this juggernaut. You know what I mean? You got straight Bill Shanahan. You got Jimmy G. Polo out there doing his thing. You got their defensive line, which is crazy. Um, You just have a really well-put-together football team. So I think it's going to be a good matchup. But you know how I feel, and I think you feel the same way. I I never like a team going cross-country. Never like it. I never. It just never bodes well. Does that count for cross-country if you're going from Wisconsin? That's not cross-country. Wisconsin to San Francisco? That's not cross country is New York. New you know York that, to LA. You're going to a, you're you, going if you're to going a from another, Seattle to another. Miami, like that's cross that, country. To me, that's cross country. How cross bro, country. it says it's the definition, my G. Cross country is across yeah. the country. This okay, is the Midwest, bro. What Any, are you talking about? Anytime you're going from over here <laughs> what are you to all talking the way about? out west. Anytime you're going all the way out west like that, I don't like it. That's that's what I mean by cross country. They're not playing the fucking Lions. They're not playing somewhere in, in, in their same area or whatever it might be. To me, that's cross country. You're going to those, going to the other side. Okay, well, call the Midwest all you want to. <laughs> to me, you know, what I mean, I look at everything as east and west, and they're they're going okay. they're going out west. They take right. a trip out west. Didn't that, go well for them. That's irrelevant, but okay. Yeah, whatever. Okay, you say tomato, I say tomato. You yeah. Know what I'm but, yeah, okay, right. <laughs> did, didn't go well for them earlier, and I just think that's it's it's a, it's a tough spot for them. But you know. Also, they're the more experienced team when you talk about Rodgers and, and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, it's an interesting matchup. I don't see how it couldn't be an interesting matchup. Are people saying that it's not? I mean, in I, I just I, I'm a, I'm so polarized with the ticket that I don't really know the AFC. Now the AFC game to me that seems like a really really interesting matchup. This oh, game yeah. does not seem as intriguing because. I don't know how good of a matchup it is for Green Bay, but I mean Aaron Rodgers obviously brings that element of you never know into the game. But Green Bay's just got it done all year long. Whatever they've had to do, no matter what, it seems like it breaks their way. You need the refs to to spot you a ball a yard and a half uh a yard and a half longer than it actually was. No problem. We got it. Y'all need to pick up a third and eight. You need a perfect throw from Rodgers. Don't don't worry about it. We got it done. It's fine. Need a turnover? No problem. You know what I'm saying? Everything has seemed to go their way all year. Have you heard this number? The Green Bay Packers, they're 14-3, and three, including the playoffs. They've been outgained by 145 yards, and they're 14-3. and three. I've never even heard of a number like that before, ever. Yeah, well, and that's, that's the thing that's gotten got me about the Packers all year is I don't know – that backs up how I feel about them. What is their identity? What kind of team are they? Like, what what is their strength? But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why the yeah. game, like, this game could be, could get ugly pretty quick. And it's like, it doesn't seem that interesting. It, yeah. This could easily be a, a, a replay of the Vikings game, right? I, I was, 
I was breaking down the numbers, and I mean, this made me feel bad about hedging my ticket, which I did because I just because it's such a big ticket that I felt like I had to hedge it. But there, I was trying to make a case for how Green Bay could win the game, and I couldn't do it. I was like, well, maybe they run the ball crazy and they don't, they stay out of third down and third and long. Like the D is so stacked. That I, 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 I don't know, man. I, it's obviously has such a good play caller. Everything. Um, everything. You know, I, yeah. It's, it's green Bay again, man. They've been a weird team all year. They're this strange 13 win team in which you can't really say what their identity is, what they do extremely well. It's not like Rogers is playing like crazy. Well, he had a good year, but not, anything what we're used to um it's not like there's some crazy running team their defense has obviously played a lot better than it has in previous years but i wouldn't call them a defensive juggernaut um somehow they just find a way to win games and you know yeah and i think that 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 you know for them going across whatever you want to call for them going to san francisco this weekend Um, it doesn't bode well only because you know exactly what San Fran's going to do. Shanahan's a hell of a play caller. Their defense is great. They control the clock. They make smart decisions. And Garoppolo does enough to win ball games. You know, Garoppolo, the only way I see them losing the game is if Garoppolo, he does tend to throw the ball up there sometimes. He throws a lot of picks. I think he had, like, what, like 14 picks this year? Yeah, like 14 um, picks. That's Yeah, he'll, yeah. He'll, yeah, he'll give the ball away from time to time. So if you if, if they get into a game where he's just turning it over a lot, obviously the more opportunities you give Aaron Rodgers, the, the worse off you're going to be as an opponent. So that's one situation in which I could see that them having some problems. But again, man, they, they've been able to kind of play around that all year um, and win with Garoppolo. Well, dude, Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo is, he huh? threw it only six times in the second half against the Vikings, right? Exactly. So, like, if they could get if they could get going and, and and start doing stuff like that, then yeah, they don't have to worry about him throwing the ball, throwing picks if he's not throwing the ball. Exactly. So yeah, if they get up on that big lead early, yeah, that's going to be a problem. But um, Packers had you know, seventy yeah. snaps on offense yeah. last time they played, two point eight yards per play. Yeah, they, I mean, they got their ass. They got smoked out, there. right? And that was yeah. coming. And that was coming off of a bye, with extra time to prepare. Yep. Um, that was without the Niners having D Ford and Quan Alexander. Like the, it, it, they were missing people. Were coming off a bye and got ran off the ran out the door on Monday Night Football, or right. was it Sunday night? It, it was Sunday night or Monday. I think night? That was Either a way. Sunday night game. Yeah, I think it was Sunday night game. But obviously, Aaron Rodgers is the key. You know, it depends how much you believe he can carry them all. All the other factors play huge. Knowing th- how the Niners line up with these guys, I've been on the Niners tough since they blew up the Rams, and I put my money where my mouth is. But it just it depends which, on. Hey, which is so funny because you remember, and I called you out earlier in the year when they were like five and zero. Oh, you're like, I don't know if they're good. I'm like, what nah, do you real shit. I, I was, you're right. I heard about this bet. I'm like, what? Like this dude for the first quarter of the season was talking about how he thinks this team isn't that great. Listen, he doesn't really know what they are. They might be pretenders. You're 100 percent right. Man. And I watched the game against the Rams, and the swagger these dudes had. How hard they they made the Rams give up. That's how I knew they were different. I'm like, yo, these dudes are different. 
On the defensive end, they hit you in the mouth. They don't care. They're coming downhill. When I saw the defensive coordinator running around, running and jumping with his players and shit, Kyle Shanahan got the flat brim. He's confident. I'm like, yo, these boys is not fucking around. Yeah. And I watched them real closely the next three or four weeks, and it was the same shit. And I'm like, yo, let me go ahead and this team looks like they're the best in the NFC. No, I don't Absolutely. see. And this this zone run shit, it looks unstoppable. Did you yeah. happen to see that uh, that tweet Olin Krutz had? Uh, no, what he said. It was just, long, long story short, it was this zone. He, they had like the coaches cam, the all 24 cam coming from the end zone. And it was this zone run scheme. And it was like some shit I'd never seen. Like the the right tackle and the right guard pulled, and then the left tackle and the left guard pulled too. They like crossed up. The like the defense didn't know what was going on, and then they like zone. It was a, it was a zone read, and he picked up like eight or nine. But Olin Cruz was essentially saying like, "What is this? Like I've never even seen this type of shit before." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was one of those things. That's Shanahan, man. I, I've been very, obviously, you know, very impressed with what he's done this year. Uh, I keep saying as a it's play really caller, impressive, he, bro. He's, he's a great play caller, like a great play caller. It makes me realize how bad Nagy is when I watch Shanahan because Shanahan's such a good play caller. How much do you believe in the X factors? A la, this might be Aaron Rodgers' last time to get to the Super Bowl. <coughs> Can he get it done on third down? His ability to move around in the pocket. Kirk Cousins didn't have that. And and the Niners have had problems with that. Shout out Russell Wilson. We've seen quarterbacks that can move around against them have a lot more success than guys that are stuck in the pocket like Kirk Cousins. And they gotta and and Bosa and those guys can just load up and come. I don't I don't think this is Aaron Rodgers' last chance. It's not like he looked old this year. He didn't he didn't have like the Brady. No, but what what I'm saying, bro, is like how many – he doesn't have that many more NFC championship games left in him. How many has he been to in his whole career? You feel me? Three? Three. Okay. Two. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Two. He's been the two. They went to the Super Bowl, and they never never did shit after that. Right. So (laughs) they've been the two, and then this is what? This will be the third one, right? No, I think think there's only a second. When they won the Super Bowl, they never went outside of that? I don't recall them ever playing for another chance to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I guess, maybe you're right. But, but okay, that, that proves my point even more. But I, I could be – I'm not – I don't – yeah, but either way, I know what you're trying to say. You know but, what I mean? Like, he, yeah. does, he doesn't get to the NFC Championship every other year. Like, this no, is this is going to be one of his last chance to get to the Super Bowl. So that, that, that kind of brings a different dynamic, right? The whole Jimmy yeah, Garoppolo experience. Great. All that stuff is great for TV. And like great, right? And you said until the game start, play better. You know what I mean? Uh, interesting. I don't think that. I think that a lot of times with that shit, it's just like I often think like, okay, like with him knowing that, is he gonna play better? Like, is he gonna be? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is very motivated from the fact that in his eyes, he's had mediocre coaching for the past five years and a whole bunch of underachieving teams, and felt like he's had to do so much. Um, dude, we talked about after that first game this year, like he was talking different. He sounded different. He knew he didn't have to carry this team like that. So, I mean, again, I think all that stuff is great for TV, but he's not going to play any better whether he's 36 or 26. You know what I mean? Like, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to do his thing. 
So I don't. I'm not subscribing to that that particular X factor. Now you want to start talking about the third down shit and all that other stuff that's more about the game. Then yeah, obviously that that makes a difference. But I don't hey, know, I'll man. say this on third down, yo, listen. I flat out think Devontae Adams can beat Richard Sherman one on one. I like Richard Sherman. He's an all timer. We'll be in the Hall of Fame. Right now, one love, on, love him as a football player. Literally, cannot stand him as a human being. One on one, right now, I'm taking I'm, I'm taking Devonte Adams. Wait, I didn't I didn't know I didn't know that about you and Rich. Oh, it hasn't always been like that, but this year, like, yeah, I can't stand that. He's dude, doing man. too much now. Well, I think what Richard Sherman's doing that's bothering me is he's making up these enemies and these people that are against him that don't exist. You know what I mean? Like, he's got this huge chip on his shoulder. And, like, he's constantly talking about these haters and all these people that doubt him. And it's just like, bro. Well, no. Well, I think they're there because did you see did you see that back and forth on Twitter when he was talking yeah, about but, his contract? Yeah, with pro football talk. I saw that. Yeah, he was bringing but, all this shit up. Like, but, yo, but I remember I y'all was talking crazy. Yeah, I understand that. But I just don't feel like there was a whole bunch of hate coming Richard Sherman's way. Like, everybody in the world count him out. Like, bro, you're a DB. You're not a quarterback. You're not dominating the conversation like that. People aren't thinking about you like that. Maybe the folks in Seattle wrote you off, right? But I, I just feel like he he has almost like created this narrative about all these people that are against Richard Sherman. And if that's what he needs to motivate himself, great. Obviously, he played outstanding this year, right? I think Pro Football Focus had him as the number one quarterback in the league, a cornerback in the league. So all that's good. I just don't buy it. Just like the whole dude. The perfect example is the fucking uh, the Baker Mayfield thing. You're just making up enemies, bro. Like, yeah, he did make really that shit up. <laughs> yeah, he made. He just straight up fabricated. He just like, straight up, yo, seven hundred cameras no, there. No cap, no cap. Up. He literally just made that shit up. Made it up out of thin air. Did and not you happen. See, you see some of his press conferences. He's up there talking fast and like, I just, I don't know. Again, <laughs> like maybe that serves as his motivation. He creates these haters in his head, and like that's what allows him to go out and still perform at a high level. I just don't. I don't remember the Richard Sherman hate train. Yeah, this might be a hot take. I think he's good. He's not an elite one-on-one corner anymore, in my opinion. He has the a numbers. T- he has the numbers a- say differently. Yeah, though. but he has so much help. Like, like yeah, the, the numbers. The numbers would tell you when what lat two years ago now when the Bears had that ridiculous D that Prince of Mukamura was one of the best corners in the league. It's like it's just yeah. not true, right? So I think when you have a crazy amount of a pass rush, crazy safeties, you you like the, it, the the corner numbers and the shutdown corner numbers get a little inflated because anytime it's third and six plus, the the, the quarterback's not even throwing the ball anyway because he can't even get it off right. So you don't you don't feel like he's uh hey, he, I'm a, he's not Revis. I'm gonna tell yeah no that's what I'm saying like he he. He's not a young Richard Sherman anymore. I'm gonna tell you this: yeah. if you were to put Devontae Adams and Richard Sherman on an island, and you give and you and you give Aaron Rodgers any time to throw, I'm taking Devontae Adams. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you feel what I mean? Yeah. Like all this, like yo, I'm a zone corner. Da, 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 da. If you put if you put Richard Sherman on an island one on one man, and gave Rodgers a little bit of time, I'm taking Devontae Adams. Well, so, he's not a man, and that's the thing, though. He's not a man. He's not a man-to-man type guy. But what he's saying is he can do it. That's his whole thing. And maybe the maybe P 
people like me is the reason he is how he is because of what I'm just saying right now. Like I don't think he could. I don't think he could stick man up with Devontae Adams if he, if if uh, Rogers gets time. But I'm we're, sure we're, we're sure going to find, find out. I'm sure he'll and he'll address it. You know, I was listening to this podcast out of Chicago. These guys are saying, I can't cover Devontae Adams. I'm just out here covering Devontae Adams. And, you know, it's crazy out here, man. That's why I negotiated my own contract. Like, all right, bro, we get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. We're, we're, we're very happy you got all your incentives, man. Like, no one was hating against you. I, you know, I like the – I dig the whole dude from Compton went to Stanford thing. Like, it's all cool with me. Like, Richard Sherman's okay. You just don't got to create enemies that don't exist you know i, I mean it. there's enough there's enough hate in the world man you don't gotta fabricate <laughs> hey man, you know I mean? whatever whatever gets you going whatever you gotta do football so out of control violent that whatever like whatever you gotta do to hype yourself up and keep that edge do what you gotta do but yeah i hear sure. what you're saying yep so who you got green bay at san francisco the late game on sunday i got i got san Francisco. yeah I got Sam Friend. Um, to cover seven and a half? Fran, but I would not, it wouldn't shock me that Green Bay won, but I, I, even though I feel very confident about San Francisco. What about the seven and a half? Oh, man. Oh, now it's just start getting crazy, huh? Seven and yeah, a half. The Niners, seven like and a half of funky win, numbers. If the Niners win, that's one of those things where you got to ask yourself, do you really believe the Niners are going to win? Because if you do believe the Niners are going to win, they're going to win by more than eight points. Right, like if you I'm, think I'm, if you're confident that they're going to go in there and bust heads, they're going to win the game by more than seven points. They're going to win the game by ten, you know, ten, yeah, somewhere right. between ten and fourteen points. So, uh, yeah, you know, or ten or fourteen points, yeah. So I don't think it's going to be some close game. I think a close game, a close game plays in the Packers' favor because close games it comes down to those quarterbacks, and you have yeah, a better you, quarterback in Green Bay than you do. And in I will say you don't you don't want that pressure to to ratchet up even more on Jimmy G than it's already no. going to be. So hey, in a perfect world for me, Niners by a touchdown, I'm good with it. Let's rock. Jimmy G had a good year, but I'm not ready to sit here and tell you that Jimmy Garoppolo is like some world beater at quarterback. You know what I mean? Like I think he's good, but I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is like elite or anything like that. You know what I mean? He's good. I'm fine with Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, you're, if Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo, what you, Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if Garoppolo is your quarterback, you're obviously you're in a good spot. Obviously, they're in the NFC Championship game, but you can't throw Garoppolo on some of the Packers teams that Aaron Rodgers had and have expect him to get the ten wins. You know what I mean? Um, so, I don't. I don't think Garoppolo wants to get into a shootout or a close game with Aaron Rodgers. Say less. You got the Niners. I got the Niners too. I'm hoping I can double dip and it it comes somewhere in the middle. Twenty four twenty, Niners would be perfect for me. Yeah, but, you just need that dub, and the, the bet is the Super Bowl, right? It's not even to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? just to, just to, to win there. the NFC. Yeah, just to win hey, the NFC. Man. Yeah, need it, need it, need needs, it. Needs that. Need that. Need that. Yeah. All right, let's what about, go what ahead. About game two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's oh, move man. over to the the Chiefs and Titans. Now, this is the really interesting game to me, bro. Yep. This this game is really, really interesting. The, 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 the line opened at 7.5. It's now down to 7. Momentum. Uh, is the momentum going to carry for the Tennessee Titans? Or is the four games in a row on the road going to catch up to them? They've been in the playoffs for like six or seven weeks. You feel yeah. me? They <laughs> haven't been able to lose in a minute. 
Yeah. And they've yeah. been answering the bell every week, they right? Have, they ha- yeah, they have been in can't lose games. Yeah, they, <laughs> they've been in, they've been in, they've been in the, the the divisional round for weeks now. Yeah, weeks. So, does Tannehill expose a little bit of this D because the run game is going to be working so well because Kansas City's defense is one of the worst bottom third in the league defending the run. Is Tennessee's biggest weakness is defending the pass? He's, they're going up against Mahomes and all these boys. I This is the game that's really interesting to me. This, this shit could get, could get crazy. Obviously, yeah. with, with, with Big Hank running the ball, Derrick Henry, yo, I've never seen a guy like him First off, he's already really intriguing because where the fuck was this guy the last three years? First off, playing Second, with Marcus Mariota. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I guess so, right? <laughs> Secondly, yeah, Marcus Mariota can't even hand that motherfucker off. Like, fuck yeah. it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he rushed for a thousand yards and twelve touchdowns last year. I mean, he's yeah, he's he's been around. He but just this, man, Marcus Mariota. You can put you can put fifteen in the box when you're playing against Mariota. Have you, throw up five have you yards. ever seen somebody run like this guy and not lower his shoulder? I don't even understand. Yeah, yo, well, buddy does not lower his pad level at all. Yeah, he's like six four. He just runs straight Crazy. up. He be getting hit in the abs and shit on hit. And I think that's why I was reading some shit. That's one of the things that knocked him from because obviously at Alabama, yeah, I mean, he, he runs too high, high or whatever. Monster. Um, but one of the things that knocked him was, yeah, he was a straight up, he was a stand up runner, you know, kind of like a Ron Dane type runner where, you know, yeah, he's not lowering his pads and trying to deliver that boom like that. But man, that man is 6'3", about 260 and runs with, with, with violence. You know what I mean? Like that, that's a hard dude to bring down. Um, this game is interesting because it is the old style of football, which, you know, I love, I'm all about give the ball to the running back 30 times, have your quarterback throw for 80 yards and get the dub. Um, versus the new way of football, right? Which is to throw it around, spread it around this offense that they've created over there uh, in Kansas City. Shout out Eric Reed and shout out my, I'm sorry, Eric Reed, Andy Reed. And shout out my man, Eric Bienemy, should have a job out here. <laughs> I knew you, you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, you know I was coming with I that. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Black man over here ever putting up six touchdowns in a quarter. Yo, he. And you hire, and you hire, and you hire the Vikings coordinator. Yo, I'm going to tell you this, bro. He needs to stay in Andy Reid's pocket. Even if he's not saying anything, he needs to put the play sheet over his mouth like he's doing a bunch of talking and play calling. <laughs> like every time they cut to the sideline and show Andy Reid, if I'm Airbnb, I'm right behind him with the play sheet over my <laughs> face like I'm doing everything. I'm doing everything. I, I, like Andy's not doing anything. I'm doing everything here. Like, yeah. For, like th- that's the optics need to be that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think it's going to be an interesting game. I'm really excited about this game. Look, Tennessee. Look, Tennessee's weakness is defending the pass. Bottom third in the league defending the pass. Yep. Tennessee's D may be getting a little overvalued. They were getting yo. I mean, that Baltimore game was wild. They 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 had huge swing turnovers with the first pick. They had huge swing stops on fourth and one, but they gave up eight drives to Baltimore inside the 36-yard line. They gave up 500-plus yards to Baltimore, even though they only gave up, I think, 12 points. 12 points. Everything went right. Fourth down stops, everything. You know what I mean? Yep. On the flip side, what's the Chiefs' weakness? Stopping the run. 
defense in general. Yeah, just like their def- their their pass defense has been playing a lot better towards the end of the year with with uh, Tyron Matthew and those boys running around. But overall, they're bad they're like at a, stopping the run. They're like a Big Twelve team. Hundred percent. Yeah, the Chiefs are like a Big Twelve team. Like they're just gonna light up the scoreboard, but you know, they're, they're the defense is super sus. I just the thing that keeps like as much I really want to go for Tennessee in this game, but I kiss I just keep thinking about the second quarter last weekend and <laughs> just how crazy that was and the things that I saw <laughs> and yeah, the listen. ability of the Chiefs to put on points so quick. And go from being down twenty four to nothing to twenty eight to twenty four in the matter of seven minutes. I said you know this I mean? in the like, episode the other day. I felt bad for the Texans because they were never going to win that game anyway. Look at well, Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien. They were never going to win the game Bill anyway, and now Brian. it looks ten x worse because they went up twenty four zero. Like they were always going to lose that game regardless. Some of the worst coaching I've ever seen in my entire life. They're just a bad football team too, but yeah, he's he's well, not very I mean, good. Yeah, they're a bad football team with an extraordinary quarterback. Yes, correct, confirmed. Like he he literally he bails them out of everything. Um, like Bill O'Brien needs to give half his check to Deshaun Watson because O'Brien. Well, I've been saying it forever. I've always thought Bill O'Brien is a bad coach. He's yeah, just simple. a bad coach. He has zero situational awareness. No idea what he's doing. Call. Did you hear his explanation? I know you he talked about like yeah, the bigger play was the fake punt. Which I 100% agree. Agree, um, you know, on the fourth and one where they kicked the field goal, I do believe that you should go for the touchdown on that. But the dumber call was the fake punt. But 100%. did you hear his explanation on the fourth and one? He said he didn't have a play call. Yeah, he said he, he didn't. Did yeah, he didn't have play. one they felt comfortable he didn't with have or whatever. A play for fourth and one. Well, then it then he then he doubled tripled down. Then he tripled. Uh, he tripled double downs on it. Whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. He he double downs. He, what, what am I trying to say? Double down? Double down. Yeah, double, double down. down. He tripled downs on it and then says, well, yeah, I mean, we needed to score 50. Well, then why aren't you going for it on fourth and one? <laughs> then? Why aren't you going for it on fourth and one? If you know you have to score 50, then you this is not even a discussion on if you're going for it on fourth and one or not. And then Deshaun Watson at the end of the game had to tell him that they were in four down territory. Yo, this, yo that was the most, that was and, the egregious one. the timeout. He, he's looking over at dude like, yo, you're kidding, right? Yeah, what are you, what are you doing? It's not, there's not a fifth quarter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing over here? Like, I've never, I have never seen anything like that before. He had no idea. He was sending out the field goal unit or the punt unit, whatever it was. And Watson looked up and said, bro, what are you doing? We like, won't see the ball again. Awareness zero. Zero, zero awareness is zero on Madden. <laughs> like, I, I would have fired. Negative I awareness. Fired I would, who was who was the coach that got fired as they were getting on the bus uh, a few years ago? Fuck, man, who was it? Who are you talking I can't, about? It was, In the NFL, it was, it was, it was the NFL head coach. It was, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the NFL head coach. They fired him like right before he got on the bus. Like, hey, we're like don't not, even get don't even get on. Yeah, just call Uber. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's what they should have done for Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien should have been fired. He should have been fired in the middle of the game. You heard what Orlovsky said, right? Orlovsky huh? said Watson should have got up there and fired him himself. Yeah, and, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, and he then hired uh, the enemy right, right on the yeah, spot. Right. <laughs> yeah, he should have been like, what you doing for the next two quarters, man? Come on over straight, here. Straight like that, bro. Yeah, just let me get that playbook. So, yeah, I mean, if I'm picking a team on this one, I'm picking the Chiefs. Um, also, I think what kind of game is it though? Is it like you feel me? Like you're gonna take the Chiefs? All right. Like what's the like what's the score? The over under is fifty two. 
Dude, Ryan Tannehill's thrown for like 140 yards over the last four football games. So I, I don't, I don't, you don't want to get into a shootout. Um, even though he did put up good regular season numbers, I don't know, man. I think it's. But the thing about hey. the thing about that is, Derrick Henry's been running the ball for 200 plus 200 yards. So like, yeah. he doesn't need to throw it. Yeah. So like, that's what. Like, how many attempts did he have? But now if that, these boys are up here scoring three touchdowns a quarter and shit, you you, you can't keep running the ball. Not, but if they don't get the ball, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. If 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 Tennessee is taking up eight nine minute drives and and say Kansas City gets like nine possessions in the whole game, like what does the game look like? Right. Well, if Tennessee comes out and scores early again too, and shout out their uh, their offense. Do you know their offensive coordinator's dad is the founder of FedEx? Wait, what? Yes. Yes, the offensive coordinator Tennessee's for the Titans' dad, dad found FedEx. Is, 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 Tennessee's offensive coordinator is Arthur Smith. His dad is Fred Smith, who's the founder of FedEx. He's worth five point four billion dollars. Oh, that's light. I thought that'd be more than that. <laughs> but, hey, that's a whole lot of money. That's a, that's a lot of packages, though. I ain't gonna flex. That's a lot. Yeah. Of, that's a lot of envelopes. Well, yeah, that's, that's a lot of packages. But yeah. So that's his dad. But uh, I thought he did a great job in first quarter of the game last week. But I think if they come out and score early, and then they can just start handing the ball off, like yeah, I mean, you you might have an issue. If they keep the ball. Look, yeah, the, you got the right point. The Chiefs cannot score if they don't get the ball. Right. So you you need to limit their possessions, and they have the best weapon in the NFL as far as limiting possessions, and that's Derrick Henry. Um, so yeah, I, but I still think the Chiefs are going to win. Arrowhead's going to be rocking. Arrowhead was rocking when the Texans came out too. That that, that shit could be. It, it, this is why this game is so interesting to me. What Tennessee does the best, Kansas City does the worst. Yeah. What Kansas City does. Uh, on offense, passing the ball the best. On defense, Tennessee is not that good. So it's just like the the matchup is crazy. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna take I'll, the I'll, Chiefs as well. I'll give you 28, 28, man, twenty eight to seventeen, something like that, something light. Yeah, I got twenty eight seventeen. So the Chiefs are gonna cover. You said it's at seven right now. Yeah, it's down to seven. I put it this way: I'm not touching either of those games. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm starting to echo too. G, pick up your phone. Yeah, that's way better. It might yeah. have been. Yeah, I think it, it might have been my thumb. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's echoing. We're good now. Yep. Okay. Yeah. No. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. I don't like. I don't. I don't like either of those games. I don't like either of those lines. Like, I, I'll stay away and just enjoy the game as a fan. Unless my unless unless my man tells me I gotta go I gotta go in a certain direction. Oh yeah, that boy, that boy, <laughs> nice boy. <laughs> he threw the teaser. Yo, he threw me the he threw me the teaser the other day. My boy is he nice, he me, bro. I put, I put Eli I put Eli on. Yeah, um, that boy like, nice, man. He threw me the teaser the other day. I was like, okay. Yeah, that boy is nice. Teaser. That boy Super nice, nice, bro. He nice, man. <laughs> Hey, I'm giving him 365 days next year. I'm gonna just ride him. I'm, I'm Yo, I think I'm gonna do up. the same thing, bro. Because I, I forget about me stressing out. Let, I'm gonna let him do it, and then no, I'll just tail him. You'd be up like 50 grand if you just follow what this man told you for a year. No, nah, fat like straight up, straight like <laughs> yeah. that. And, yeah. it, and as soon as he drops a POI, what? Yeah. Oh, oh, forget about it. Forget I haven't seen about one it. Yet. For, oh, dude, I haven't seen one yet either. I don't like, know. Eight, eight no. Eight no. <laughs> yeah. I need it. I might put the house on it. <laughs> Straight like that, for yeah, real. So, yeah. Um, yo, I did see this on Twitter, and I thought this was interesting because you know, 
I'm always up for a good conspiracy theory. It's the hundredth season of the NFL. They have an opportunity to have a rematch of the first Super Bowl with the Chiefs and the Packers. People talking about the fixes in, watch out San Francisco, blah, 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 blah. You got any you got any thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, I'm not going there. Forget about it. it. It would be interesting, but I'm not going there with it. It's a good marketing ploy. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be like, great, but I, if, when I first saw that, I had no idea the Chiefs were even around 100 years ago. So, that was new <laughs> to me. well, it was. It'd be a rematch of Super Bowl one. That was in like the 60s, yeah. I think, right? Okay, yeah. Super yeah. Bowl was like 63 or something. I don't know, something like that. That was back in the Lambeau days. Yeah, exactly. That was in the not Lombardi. Lambeau. What's the Lombardi? Name? Lombardi? Not Lambeau. Lombardi. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lombardi days, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Lombardi. I think the biggest, like, if you really believe in that type of shit, the biggest marketing ploy for the NFL is to have the two best teams play that are left, and that's San Francisco and Kansas City. That'd be a good-ass game. Always. So that's the that's the biggest marketing ploy, no doubt. I mean, they want their yeah, and I I mean, they I guess you would say yeah, you want your biggest markets, but it doesn't really matter for the Super Bowl. No, uh, not not the yeah, Super Bowl. Not, the NBA cares about that biggest market shit, but the, yeah, the NFL is like we're getting we're getting ten billion viewers regardless. Yeah, that's a national holiday, so yeah, forget yeah. about it. So yeah, so we got so what we got Chiefs. We Chiefs both Niners both then? Chiefs Niners. We both got Chiefs, Chiefs Niners. Niners. I, I can't I can't I can't pick against either one. It's gonna be an ugly ass Super Bowl as far as uniform colors. You got fucking red and orange versus red and gold. Yeah, they would so run. San Fran might come out the black joints. Yeah, what? Yeah, that's actually a good point. What colors would they wear? I don't know. It'd be a, it's an ugly clash of colors. Yeah, it's super ugly. Very ugly. Would you? I guess you can make you can make uh. You could make Kansas City wear all white. I think you throw Kansas City out in the all white, and, and then, then yeah, the, the, the Niners, Niners in the, the classic. Gold pants, gold well, who pants. So they, they who the gets the home team? The white pants. The, they can do the Steve Young white pants. No, well, Kansas City goes Canada white. Gold. They're not going to put them in white pants. Who get, who's the home team? How does that work? Um, is it the better record? I think it's the better record. So it'd be the ch- so it'd be the Niners. Niners, yeah, yeah, it'd be the Niners. They it's should come out in the golds. No, they get they got to come out in the classic red top gold pants, yeah. And then yeah, the gold pants, the gold pants. Put top. Kansas City in white, yeah, in, in all white, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That that would be yeah. clashy. Yeah, it's a real clashy. Yeah, interesting. They'll be on it. Let's move over to the MLB, Major League Baseball. We don't even we not huge baseball guys, but this this has me intrigued. This this baseball scandal has tickled me in in. Very, 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 very much. Players. What are your initial thoughts? The I'm, whole thing we don't, is we don't crazy, even so. need to recap. Everybody should know what we're talking about. But yeah. So what I up? Fo- Give me your I thoughts. I followed this, this John Boy dude like maybe a month ago when I first heard about some of the shit. And he yeah. put out that video on YouTube with the garbage can. Oh my gosh. You could clearly hear it. The yeah, it was crazy. yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. This scandal is crazy. Right, I don't want to hear it. I almost got got on you earlier. Don't compare it to the Patriots shit. Like this is so much deeper than that. Yeah, it's way worse. This would be the equivalent of Bill Belichick having mics in the huddle. You know what I mean? Like you, you straight up know what's coming. Yeah, and it would be like hit. if he was getting the the linebackers calls in his head in his helmet. Exactly. Yeah. So they're signaling it by banging on these trash cans. Now it's coming out. They might have these buzzer devices going on. It's clear as day that it's happening. 
And it's not like this is happening with any run-of-the-mill teams, right? You're talking about two of the last three World Series winners are now implicated in this. So clearly it's happening and it's working, right? So I, I, it's crazy. I mean, it better fucking this. work. If you know what pitch is coming, yeah, y'all better be winning and winning big. Like, yeah, stop. Like, crazy. Um, I thought the suspensions were super light, I felt like. I felt like, I understand you can only find $5 million, but, like, the one-year suspension, like, yo, you really need to do something that's going to deter this type of behavior. Like, if I'm them, I would have banned Hinch for life. 100%. Eli had a great point. Like, you banned Pete Rose for life, this dude Hinch needs to be banned for life. Yeah, what is, What exactly did – what exactly did – he made, He did make a good point. I'm going to read it real quick. He said – Rose got in trouble because – Betting could theoretically affect the play on the field. These dudes were straight up changing the outcomes of games, seasons, legacies, etc. off of cheating. Yep. Straight out cheating. Then it comes out today that Bregman and Altuve may have had buzzers on their under their jerseys. Like, bro. Come on, dog. This is Yo, if this is true about Bregman and Altuve, they need to be banned for life right now. So, this is where it gets tricky. They could never th- they could never step on the field for me ever again, bro. That simple as that. This is where it gets tricky for me. It depends if the players were being told to do this by the managers. Um, and I think this is what happened with this. Why you didn't see nah, any players? Nah, man, I'm not trying to hear that shit either. Yo, it doesn't matter. The players' association is gonna have a field day with that. Field day with that. They're gonna say, "Hey, AJ Hinch was telling him you need to wear this." But do you? Th- but, What's he supposed what, to do? What, what do you think? AJ Finch is gonna uh, is gonna is gonna admit to that? Like, yeah, I told him to put on buzzers, and then the, no, I, but but then what about the rest of the team? To, was the whole lineup? One when buzzers? they initially interviewed, what's the pitcher's name who, who blew the whole thing? Mike Freeze, Freezer, Freezer, yeah. whatever that was. Yeah, 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 whatever. Um, that shit starts from the top, right? So if that's what the organization is telling them to do, as players, they're going to do what they're told, or at least that's what their lawyers are going to tell them when they go into the arbitration or the hearing or whatever for the suspensions. I'm like, this is what we were told to do. They said, hey, you guys come here, you put this shit on, and this is how it goes. We were just doing what we were told. You know right from wrong, bro. I'm not trying to hear that shit. I'm just telling you. That's probably why they weren't suspended. But, yeah, either way, the, the shit is crazy. You, um, you feel like the year the year is too light. Yeah, I feel like the year suspension is way too light. Like, you got to deter this behavior. Sean Payton got a year suspension for fucking Bounty Gate. No, not Sean Payton. Um, Greg. No, Sean Payton got a year. He couldn't coach that year. Greg Williams, Greg Williams got a year as well, but remember Sean Payton? Did was Payton get a year? He got a year for that? Yeah, Joe Vick was the coach. Oh, you're before. right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, you're Sean right. Payton got a year. Jonathan Vilma got a year. Um, the boys got a year for that. You're talking about a full-scale cheating operation, and one that was so big that they started it with one team, and then as other people that from that organization got hired at other places like Cora, they were like, yo, we got it. This is how we do it. (laughs) Well, they just won the World Series, bro. It's like, yeah, I'm going to take this over here. So they're cheating on two different teams right now. Like, this shit is egregious. Yo, you know what's... Absolutely. You know what's really wild about the whole shit is that people expect, like, to get away with this type of shit. 
You think people are going to leave your organization and keep their mouth shut about this? And what? I think so. I, and I'll, what I'll, you guys do over there? Never, I mean, bro. It never. It would have had to have been a pitcher, though. The only person who would have talked about it would be a pitcher, right? No, no well, hitter that benefited from the system is ever going to say anything about it. It would have had to have been a pitcher. No, I mean, it could have been a position player that was like, yo, this is what they do over there. Yeah, but someone then has to go. But who's going to go public? Like, you got to go public. They say that the that team No, nah, you don't have to go public. Video. You could call up the they, source on some anonymous they, shit. They, bro, they said teams have been sending in video of this for two years. And MLB didn't really do shit until dude came forward and, and got loud about it. They said teams have been sending over this. Well, you could. Well, the homie on the that White, White Sox, Sox video was, was from 2017. Yo, the White Sox shit was the dude knew that they were fucking around. He, he, yeah, he knew it. He, he said, "What is that?" He was because they know the pitches. He was stepping off the mound like, "Yo, what the fuck? Hold on, bro. Yeah, what's going like, on? What's going on that? here?" <laughs> yeah, so they they've been known. Nothing happened until they uh, until the dude came forward about it. So I think they probably did think they can get away because there's like a code of silence. The biggest thing for this Altuve thing, where do you, where do you, how do you feel about the whole, yo, don't rip off, the don't rip off my shirt combined with him running down into the clubhouse before then coming out and having an interview. And and then telling, and then saying his wife got mad Bro, last time his shirt got ripped off. That shit is wild suspect. And then, and then, and then he's like, I'm a shy guy. For you to hit a for you to hit a walk off, tell everyone do not rip my jersey off. Instead of celebrating with your team, you run in the clubhouse, go change, put on a t shirt, and then come out to do an interview is suspect. Like that never happens. The whole thing is suspect. That was crazy. They had the devices under their shit. He wouldn't let them rip off his shirt. He made up some bullshit lie. They're going to keep fighting. And here's the other thing that's going to happen. They're going to keep finding more video of weird stuff like that. Like, don't let the internet get to work. Like, that's what's happening right now. Yeah, yeah, more is going to come out. Like, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I think we're going to keep seeing stuff come out. And, um, yeah, you'll see more stuff like that. But there's no doubt that it was happening. But I really think that MLB uh, kind of whiffed on this on this suspension. They should have called Roger. So one time Roger would have came and handed him. He would have hey, taken them, care of this shit. Ban them boys for two lifetimes. So don't answer no questions about. <laughs> what is it? They be doing that. He said he would give that triple life. Like in the yep. court system, like a triple like, life, oh, no parole. Five million? Yeah, find him ten. Don't answer any questions about it. Yo, you know I mean? and if they say that's the max is five, be like, I don't care. I don't care. Don't worry about it. Like, you don't have to care. Ten. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but on, on some real shit, like he, they really, I, I would have hammered them. I would have absolutely hammered them when I found out how deep this went. And again, that going from one team to another with it, shit, like that's that's serious. Wait, so like, what? Do you, so what do you do with the players if it comes out they did have buzzers? That it, uh, I don't know, man. I, you probably suspend them and understand that they're probably going to get overturned. Because if it, if it was coming down from the organization again, I don't. I think the players are going to be protecting that. Well, the this is the thing, bro. Someone them. someone has to be buzzing them. So who's buzzing them? That's the guy that they need to find. You well, understand? Probably the same dude, the dude with the video camera. Well, right. Who who's, or, or who's the same dude who's 
the dude who's watching the feed on TV. The same dude who's telling them to bang on the uh, the garbage cans is probably the same dude. Right. Who's That's what they need to once, find. Once the garbage can thing was over with, they're like, all right, we still need to figure out a way to do this. So, like, we're just going to put some buzzers on you. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that that is outrageous had, cheating. You had multiple different systems of cheating going on on teams that won the World Series. I think, you World know, you know what happened? World Series MVP? You know what happened, bro? They started, they were like, man, this banging shit's too obvious. We got to go a little more incognito with this shit. Exactly. We can't be banging every, every pitch. <laughs> Which, if I'm the MLB, I'm like, oh, so y'all are going deeper with it now? Like, I would have hammered them, bro. I thought that one-year shit was super light. I get you can't find more than $5 million that's collectively bargained. But just ban but them flat out. No, I mean, yeah, at least, yeah. Give them two years, three years. Do you vacate like, the you, title? No work. Yeah, if you really want to make a statement, you can vacate the title on some NCAA shit. I think. I just feel like they went soft. Compared to the other sports leagues who tend to go hard on this type of shit, because you have to protect your reputation, and this is one of those like protect the integrity of the game. And let's let's talk about that because this is baseball we're talking about. Where if you celebrate, it's considered wrong and showing somebody up. So if you're <laughs> so concerned about protecting the integrity of the game when it comes to that shit, then protect the integrity of the game when it comes to this. One year for these managers, so someone could hire AJ Hinch next year. Yeah, yeah, you got a, a hefty price tag. If the evidence is coming down that these dudes are pushing that shit, like, come on, man. No, I'm not having that. That's straight cheating. And, like, they're, they're, you're right. Your legacies are ruined. Careers are ruined. Like, I was listening on the radio today. Imagine, yeah, some young pitcher who probably faced the Astros one day and got roughed up, probably got sent back down to the minors and right. never came back to play baseball again. You know what I mean? Like, that shit's all real. Like, you Darvish. He's, he hasn't recovered since facing them boys. <laughs> you you've been coming along, bro. Get off my guy. Yeah, okay. He's been coming along for three years. Get off, get off my guy. So do you? you I I one hundred percent. If you if it comes back that you were recording pitches, buzzering into players on what pitch was coming, you hundred percent have to vacate the title. I don't see how you can't. So you're on the vacate the title track. I mean, how can you not? That's what. Yeah, that's I, what. I, like, uh, I, I mean, I'm big on the. I don't think that really means shit. Like Reggie Bush won the Heisman to me, right? Like, like I mean, it's a little different with the cheating shit. Maybe it, it holds a little more weight, but I think. Yeah, no, I think actually it is different because Reggie, what Reggie Bush did, didn't help him become a on the field, player. right? Yeah, he it wasn't this making him score touchdowns. Right, that's and true. The proof is in the fact that the two teams that are accused of doing it have won World Series the last three years. Hundred percent. So, so I mean, like. Yeah, Again, you gotta vacate. Give it back, bro. You gotta, you gotta fucking hammer them hard, and you got if anything to send a message. Yo, when you, you know what was always funny to me is when are you gonna hear from these dudes? Like we haven't heard. I, I guess it's the legal end of it, but like I would love to hear from Finch. And I would AJ Hinch or Cora? Or Hinch, yeah, yeah, Cora. Like I would love to hear from all these dudes. Like make make these dudes get on the mic, answer some questions. Put this shit on MSNBC. Ask for yourself. Like go go put these boys in front of uh in front of Congress. Have some hearings. I'll lock that in. I'll watch that. Right, right. Yeah, actually, yeah, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll watch the buzzer system. Yeah, how How does the buzzer system work? How does how does it all work? It, It it is crazy though that they were doing this shit. It is crazy that they were doing this shit. Is this a bigger deal than the steroids thing? Huh. 
You, th- you think this is a bigger deal than the steroids thing? I think that this gives you a bigger game-to-game advantage than being on steroids. On steroids, you still have to hit the ball. You don't know where the ball is coming from. Right. You just don't get tired. You can just work out for 12 hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, it does, it's not mental steroids. This is knowing what's coming. You can step in the batter's box. And have if a, you got a halfway decent swing, if you know what's coming. Yeah, if you know the pitch that's coming, it's pitcher, crazy. Right? Right. You've studied this pitcher, and he's throwing a slider, and you know where this guy's slider goes every single time, or you know just not to swing at the motherfucker because you can't hit it, and it's going to be a ball. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know when to take. You know when to swing. You know where to swing. You know their strategy. Yeah, it's a big-time game changer, bro. This is a big-time Again, these teams won the World Series. This is very far from over, and I'm excited. Now, if they hit a walk-off, you think he wasn't tipped on the pitch? (laughs) Hey, you told me. Now don't take my jersey off, bro. I got to go change real quick. I got a wire on me. I knew it was a good pitch, you know. I, I knew, like, yeah, come on, boy. Yeah, of course it was a good pitch. You knew what it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? These boys out there playing with wires, dog. Uh, they wire. wired up, bro. They're banging on <laughs> trash cans. <laughs> Wait, Daddy, if you not cheating, you not trying shit. That shit was real that in Houston, boy. Che- like, they were for real cheating. I don't there's nothing like this. I mean, maybe something maybe happened in, uh, you know, soccer and shit. I know in the other sports, I can't think of anything like this. It's th- like there's been stories of throwing games and point shaving. Mm-hmm. I-, I never heard That's of. That's all different. I never heard of folks cheating like this, bro. This yeah. is out of pocket, bro. Out of control. This is out of pocket. Out of control. Straight up. So hammer them. Yes. If you feel vacating the title might do it, go for it. Whatever it is. That's going to send a message. And I'm always with hammer them. And then if they appeal it or whatever might happen, then you get a lesser one. But out of a year now, it's like, come on, man. Now, I don't think with that being said, I don't think AJ Hinch will ever get a job in baseball again. Cora won't. Beltran won't. You know what I mean? They're blackballed. But I just feel like you've got to send that message so that anybody who wants to even try this or anybody who already is trying it or whatever else they have going on, you got to let them know, like, yo, that's not cool. You're done. You know what I mean? You're cooked. Yeah, it's kind of like what they did to Rose. Like, you, right. you never heard anybody talk about no sports betting shit's come since then. Yeah, ever since that. The Pete Rose thing, yeah, this man, all time hits leader. He's out over here signing autographs at Sitco. He's, you know what I'm saying? For the check. <laughs> so, like, yeah, people know. Like, they don't want to be like him. So, yeah, they don't want to be like lifetime ban. You don't want to be like You don't like want like, to be like Charlie Hustle. So, Facts. yeah, I mean, you know, it is, it is what it is. That, that shit is crazy. Um, and I think stay tuned because obviously more is going to come out. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Man, that's some crazy shit. That's a crazy story. Stay tuned on that. That's going to be, that's going to continue to pick up some fire. Let's move over to OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. Cornball of the week 2.0. So much. Yo, I get you're in New Orleans rooting for your alma mater, they're in the championship. They're probably going to win the championship. I understand you've been drinking. What are your thoughts on on the warrant? He now has a warrant out for his arrest for smacking a police officer on his on his booty in the locker room. Like what? Are, what? Are, 
what are your thoughts on the whole Odell situation? Address the the money at the the money at the middle of the field, and then the, oh, the whole man. locker room incident that brings the warrant. It's, it's just a bad night for him. First off, the money on the field, I think you hit it right on the head. It was super corny. Like, if you want to do that, do it behind closed doors. It's all good. Break these dudes off. They should have a little bit of money in their pocket so they can do whatever they just want a game. When you do it on the 50-yard line on a nationally, the most nationally televised game of the year where everybody can see, you know what I mean, knowing that this is college athletics, like, you look like an idiot. You look like you did want to make it about you. You know, just so you'd be on camera flashing around all the money and, you know, kind of being like the Robin Hood or whatever it is that you want to do. So you made that about you at the same time. You weren't thinking about the real ramifications of that situation. Right. And how it looked. Um, Then while the coach is giving a speech, you're in the locker room yelling, sounding all stupid, sounding all crazy like you're a member of the team. Like, again, it's cool to be excited. I didn't see uh, what's the dude on Get Up. I didn't see him over there in the locker room yelling all crazy and shit. Like, oh my god, Marcus Spears, Swagoo. Marcus Spears, yeah, he wasn't up in there. Ryan Clark, crazy. yeah, Ryan Clark. But you know what I mean? Like, there's plenty of LSU alumni. Like, calm down. Then you, this dude is doing his job in the locker room. The security guard, police officer, whatever he. No, nah, he's a cornball too, though. Whatever he was doing, I don't know what he was doing. He was talking to that line. He was whatever telling he was the dude doing. to stop smoking. He couldn't smoke in the locker room. Okay, whatever. But then you come and you smack him in his butt and then say, get the gat, get the gat, get the gat. <laughs> he was lit, bro. Then I, I, you said he grabbed the megaphone and was talking crazy? I just saw this video. He grabs, go look this up on Twitter. He grabs the megaphone from like the band leader. And he's trying to like conduct the band. He's just loose. He's just out of pocket. He's out of control. Yeah, it's it's some clownish behavior, man. You're a grown ass man. Like it's not about you. Now we're spending the whole week after your team won the championship talking about you. Now you're about to catch a case off the shit. Like yeah, you can't be running around smacking people on their ass. What's wrong with you? He's a clown. It, it was very clownish behavior, man. Yeah, like, it's clownish behavior, man. Like, it, it was just, it was just super clownish. Like, you know, I don't think he should go to jail or anything like that. But like, he should pay some money for that. You know what I mean? Honestly, it's a bad look because I wouldn't be surprised if future ads, like athletic directors, are like, keep these motherfuckers off the sideline, bro. Yeah, if y'all are gonna be so drunk, like, yeah, yo, get off the sideline. If side y'all lines. are gonna be drunk and running around and passing out money and shit, like, yo, take, give me, <laughs> give me that credential. Like, this dude can be on the uh, on the sideline before the game, after the game. Like, he can't be in the locker room all this other shit. Like, because it seemed like o- Odell was just he had full full go to just do whatever he wanted. Yeah, I was wondering how he was in the locker room when the coach was talking and shit like that. Like, yeah, usually you'll see the, the former play they get on the field, but not in the locker room. Well, you know, he gave them he I mean, he's one of, he's a mega famous alumni, right? So like it's a good look for them that he went there and all that shit. But he gave them the Beats headphones before the game, all that. But it's like, man, some there's got to be some type of maybe maybe give the motherfucker a chaperone. Or something like I, I don't know, bro, because he was out of control, <coughs> way out of control. He was out of control, dog. What are the chances that Jamarcus Russell gets that access to? 
<laughs> Jamarcus, first off, Jamarcus doesn't want any any access for anything. Jamarcus <laughs> is at the crib smoking weed, chilling. Like, no, he doesn't care about any access. But yeah, I mean, yo, put it like this: Jarvis had the access. You didn't see him out there acting like a buffoon. He was acting a fool. Like Jarvis Landry should have been like, "Yo, Odell, let's chill, like let's chill out a little bit." And again, man, you all here smacking this dude in the butt in the locker room, bro. And like, regardless of whether or not you agree with what he's doing, dude, someone told dude to go in there and tell him to fucking put out the cigar. He probably didn't want to be there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go tell this. Dude no, I'm not vouching cigar, for. I'm not vouching for five up for that. That shit. Whatever, cool, man. man. Either whatever it was, regardless, regardless, you don't run up on this man and smack him in the butt <laughs> and say, "Get the gat." get the gas <laughs> like what are you doing bro you make 20 million dollars a year like go home man it's all good do something else and you like, just came off yourself. a whack-ass season the fact that we're talking about that this grown man might need a chaperone like you know what yeah I mean? that's a good Probably the rules should be just don't let these dudes around because they can't control themselves like this dude's out of pocket and where was he drinking because he was on the sideline the whole game where would he just show up super he, loose he had to be drinking somewhere bro he must have went up in the box or something he was lit for sure yeah, hundred percent. He was walking around lit. You can see his facial expressions, everything. He was yeah. lit for sure, no doubt. Yeah. Off the he, looked like, he, looked like a, he looked like a fucking clown. Off the Henny, yeah, hen dog. Oh yeah, that do say that Remy. He was off the dark. He had that dark, that dark. He was moving like he was drinking dark. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck he was drinking. <laughs> he, he shouldn't drink it anymore. And he definitely shouldn't he was, drink it anymore. In he, was, he was moving like he was drinking dark. He wasn't drinking yeah. light. He was drinking dark. That's how he yeah. was moving. Exactly. But yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. Cornball of the Week. I think you you gonna give him that that title as well. Yeah, no, okay. he, he's 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 keeping that. Yeah, he can hold that for a little while. Like there was uh, who else was I looking at that could it could have po- had somebody else that could have possibly? Oh, I know who it is. There's a runner up. There's a runner-up. I wanted to get into this real quick. Your man's. And I've really started to dislike this dude every time he talks in front of the media. Kyrie Irving. Oh, my God, bro. This guy is the worst. Terrible comments last night. You you weren't, you weren't feeling what he was saying either? Ter- uh, not at all. Do You got what he said? I yeah, could, I right could yeah, try to, yeah, yeah. yeah, read it uh, off. So, anyways, they lost last night to the Sixers. Mind you, Kyrie has missed 26 games, right? He's missed the last 20, or he's played the last three, but he missed 26 games. Um, so after they lose, he's Bro, said, he's, he just got back to the squad. Just he's played in three this, games. This week, <clears throat> he goes, he's talking about the team needing help and not, not having the right players. He goes, I mean, it's transparent. It's out there. It's glaring. In terms of some of the pieces that we need in order to be successful at the next level, I'm going to continue to reiterate it. We're doing the best we can with the guys we have in the locker room now, and we'll worry about the other stuff in terms of moving pieces and everything else as an organization down the line in the summer. And then he says, and then he goes on to say, we're, we're a couple pieces away. You know, the guys that have been here have been doing an okay job, but we're still a couple pieces away. And he goes and names off, um, I don't have that part of the quote. But he goes and names off a couple players. But he named the people that he thought that would be useful. Yeah. He's just not a leader, man. That's what it comes down to. Well, it's not even not being a leader, man. Like, here he goes. And then he goes, it's just something that we signed up for. We knew what we were coming into at the beginning of the season. Guys were going down left and right for us. Garrett Temple is out. DeAndre Jordan just got hurt tonight. Wilson's just coming back. We have complimenting young guys as well that have done a great job the last three years. Collectively, I feel like we have great pieces, 
but it's pretty glaring. We need one more piece or two or more pieces that will complement myself, KD, DJ, GT, Spence, and Karis. And we'll see how that evolves. AKA, we'll see if who's around, who's not going to be around. Yeah, and these are the guys that should be around. And I'm sorry, Joe Harris, Jared Allen, uh, you know, Torian Prince, like you guys, you guys are kind of whatever it is, what it is. Like, listen, man. We're one or two pieces away when Kevin comes back. Like, what are you talking about? This was a playoff team last year without you. That's and the a one good or point. two pieces are Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Right. We're missing one, but he just, yeah, this is, it's kind of similar to what he did in Boston, bro. He needs to just go out there and hoop, bro. And he said it's glaring. Like, when you say something's glaring, it's not like, oh, it'd be nice. When it's like, it's glaring, it's like, no, everybody can see we need these pieces. And it's like, yeah, what are you talking about? It's not even about not being a leader. He doesn't have to be a leader. He needs to stop saying stupid shit. Like, he, the shit with Boston last year, shit like this, if I'm on his team, whether or not I was named or unnamed, I'm like, yo, we've just been out here grinding for 26 games. And you want to come out here and talk about we need more pieces and start naming who you feel should be around? Yeah, kick rocks with that. Yeah, kick rocks, bro. Like, who do you think you are, my man? You got a LeBron championship. We ain't honoring that. You didn't lead the Cleveland Cavaliers to championship. When it was your own team, y'all won like 18 ball games. <laughs> that is true. People forget about that. They were terrible. So, yo, this guy Kyrie hasn't done too much of shit without a bit without a without a big, 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 big time boy with him. He's not not shit at all. He right. Do shit in Boston. He's not doing shit in Brooklyn. He's been out for 26 games. And you want to start naming people? And again, they were a playoff team that added you. So you were that piece. One or two pieces. Come on, man. And like the way he said that. He said it like that's the type of shit that he's going up to and saying to management, too. You know what I mean? And like arrogant, it, it was wild arrogant. Yeah, it was wild. And it's like, man, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we'll get there. We'll, we'll look at that in the summer. Like, you're a fucking player, dog. You're not in the office. Yeah, it was wild. Talking he was talking like. Look at in the summer. Yeah, you, it was. And the biggest thing, you've missed two, three months. Right. You're not playing ball right now. Or you just got back to playing ball. Like, I'm, I'm all cool with, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, players talking and expressing themselves and all that. I'm not Mr. Shut Up and Dribble by any means. But when you say shit like that, and people are comparing to, like, well, LeBron used to say stuff like that. Number one, LeBron never named people by name. And LeBron is LeBron fucking James. Facts. You are Kyrie Irving, bro. You're not at that level yet. If anything, I need to see and it. Even LeBron again. never did it. LeBron's never said anything like what Kyrie said. You yeah, know what I mean? One time LeBron was like, oh, we're top heavy as shit. Like, we need to get some more depth. Like, okay, that's fine. This dude was naming specific players that he feels are part of the, yeah, the, he, the, the, he, the good thing. By name. guys out. Yeah, by name. He did. Yeah, facts. By name. These are the guys that are going to compliment me, 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 this guy, that guy, this guy, that guy, this guy, that guy. I feel like Kyrie, I've never heard him take blame for anything. Never, like, never, bro. never, bro. He never has. That's a good point. He never, never. he's never ever taken blame. And yeah, you be- know what? Maybe I was an asshole in Boston. Hey, yeah. you know what, man? Maybe I did just miss 26 fucking games. Hey, you know what, man? Like, 
I, I don't know. Like, come on, man. Like, stop, dude. And, and again, man, you got a LeBron title. Bro, I understand you hit a huge shot. You hit the biggest shot in that fucking series. It was a I big get shot. it. Huge shot. Great big shot. shot. Massive awesome. shot. <laughs> it's a awesome. big shot. <laughs> Le- Le- LeBron, LeBron title, though. Yeah, of course. So it's like you ha- you have not proven yourself to be a one A on a winner. So don't come here talking that talk. And when KD comes back, if he comes back healthy. Guess what, man? You second fiddle to him. Stop talking, man. I don't. I, I'm almost at the point now where like I'm good, bro. I don't even want. I don't even want Kyrie on my organization. Yeah, start getting like like. Hey, give me Kemba. Yes. Yeah. Look, boss is like, hey, great. please. Thank God that guy's not here anymore. Yeah, they're like, they're like, they're like. As far as pure talent goes, Kemba might be ninety percent of of Max Kyrie, but that's fine. Man, as far as hundred percent. As far as personality goes, he's eight hundred percent of Kyrie. Behind you know I mean? behind closed doors, they're like, man, thank God that moment just out of here. Yeah, bro. Like you don't want to spend seven months of your life, eight months of your life every year with that guy. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is he talking about half the time, dude? He's, <laughs> the crazy shit he said on Instagram earlier, like or a couple of months ago. Like, they'll do this and that. Like, dude, you bring a lot of that shit on yourself, bro. Yeah, I agree, bro. You, he brings you a lot of that shit. Yeah. Yeah, he brings he brings a lot of that shit on himself, man. He comes out and just says wild shit, and like no one's really coming to your defense and saying Kyrie's a great guy. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a, you want to know what's glaring? What's glaring is that no one comes out and is like, yeah, Kyrie's a great guy. It's a valid point. That's glaring. What's glaring is point. you just missed twenty six ball games. <laughs> wow, all right, wow, bro. All right, cornball of the week. Odell Beckham Jr. won. Kyrie Irving won it. Let's move over to segment number two. Three-piece Thursday. It's a three. It's a six-pack of questions. Three for me for Nick. Nick gives me three. Nick, kick it off, bro. What's your first question? All right, my first question, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, What are your thoughts on the JJ Reddick comments? I think they're valid. Okay. Now listen, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm all about getting the fits off, and I'm all about you know the young. Well, guy. let me let me give the quote first. Here's okay, yeah, said. yeah, give the quote. I really believe this, and he was talking about in general like younger NBA players, too much going on, there's too many distractions, yada yada. He goes, I really believe this. There are more guys concerned with getting a pregame fit on Instagram than they are worrying about win and loss of a basketball game. Yeah, I mean, I I think there's some validity to that. What he's saying, let's break down what he's actually saying. He doesn't give a fuck about you getting the fit off, right? He thinks you're not locked in enough. You're not studying enough, studying enough tape. You're not about the team and playing ball as much as you should be. You're worried about outside stuff like fashion and Instagram and being popular and not winning ball games. That's what he's saying. He doesn't care about you getting off, getting fits off. You know what I mean? Right. right. So, I, I mean, he didn't just he's just he's not saying that for like attention, right? Like he really believes that and he sees it. Yeah, he he's sees, been in the league for twelve right. years. Like he sees people on their phone worried about doing this and that in the third rather than getting shots up or in treatment or whatever it is, right? So, like, of course there's some validity to it. It sounds bad coming from an old white guy. Like, ah, shut the fuck up. Like, you old white dude, whatever. But, of course, there's some validity to it. I don't, and, like, 
Listen. Just like we always say, quick. If you're getting fits off and you're always on Instagram, but you step on the floor and you doing your thing, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Don't be out here getting crazy fits off and taking hella pictures and doing this and doing that and posting and then coming out on the on the floor and not playing D and laying eggs. Kelly Oubre Jr. is one of the <laughs> listen. He's one of the biggest fashion Instagram type dudes out there. He been playing his ass off. Yeah. So he could do that. He can do it. You feel me? Like it's it's no different than anything else. If yeah, you want to if you want to <laughs> shoot commercials and do all that shit, you better come out on the floor and play ball, man. That's it. Or else right. Veterans are going to be looking at you like, "Man, you so worried about doing commercials. You out here getting your ass busted. Your help defense is trash. You not hitting no corner threes." Like Pretty much he's talking about Kuz. 100%. I think Kuzma is the poster child for that. Like, bruh, like, chill. Like, just chill. Like, yo, focus on getting this chip. Listen. You know what I mean? Like, focus listen. on telling your trainer to shut the fuck up. Talk listen. about LeBron. You know what I mean? When you bring a ton of attention to yourself off the floor, when you're not playing well on the floor, it gets magnified. We talk about this too all the time, too. It's like, yo, we'll deal with A.B.'s bullshit because he's one of the best in the world. As soon as he takes a dip, we're not dealing with that. John Harbaugh or Jim Harbaugh, I'm sorry. What's the Michigan coach? It's John, right? I'm tweaking. Jim. Just Jim, right? Okay, that's what I thought. Jim Harbaugh. Yo, we'll, we'll take all this crazy bullshit this guy's talking about. Until the 49ers take a dip, and then you can go over there and coach in the Big Ten. You're fired immediately. That's all JJ's saying. It's like, yo, bro, instead of worrying about your fit, why don't you come out here and help the Lakers get a get a try to get a chip or whatever? And he probably sees these young dudes before the games, you know, pretty much having fashion shows and a bunch of pictures going on. He's like, yo, we got a game to play in two hours. I'm sure he's in the locker room and Instead of and they're they're trying to prep for the game and these dudes Doing are scrolling Instagram, yeah, and he's stretching or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah, like so. It, I mean, I could see that being frustrating, but he's right and wrong. It's the, the, there's there's definitely part parts of it, and there's just and partly code for what he's saying is that these dudes are soft and they're just not as competitive as we were back in the day. They don't care as much. They don't care as much about getting W's. It's just like, yo, we make a lot of money. We're out here. There's tons of chicks. My lifestyle's great. It's it's not as much about winning. JJ feels like as it should be. That's all. It's a good question. I like it. Yep. All right. My my first question. Tomorrow, Friday, eight p.m. I'm gonna go see the new Bad Boys. Is this shit gonna be good? or Is it gonna be whack? Oh man, that's just gonna be huffy. You think so? No, you don't, <laughs> don't tell me that, bro. You think that so? Shit's gonna, that shit's gonna be. I, they were on uh, Sway in the morning yesterday. It was pretty funny. No, that's just gonna be extra huffy. That shit gonna be extra whack? Huffy. Oh man, what, what, what makes you say that? Do they just too old? I, just, I don't see any scenario in which that movie can be good. 
not like action or none of that? When was the last time either one of them made something good? It was probably Bad Boys 2. Yo, low-key, Will Smith hasn't made a good movie in a fucking a minute. Yeah. He's just getting crazy. He's made some good Instagram videos, but he ain't made no good movies. <laughs> so he's getting he's getting crazy checkers, but, he, you know, he's, yeah, I'm good, man. He's just. Uh, you said. You said. So you. You. You said that shit quick. Like, nah, it's gonna be whack. Huffy. I'm going at eight o'clock tomorrow. I'm. I'm fired up. I got a little double oh, date. Hey, bro. Let me. Let me know how it goes. I got a little double date. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna go get some pizza, and we got Bad Boys at eight o'clock. I'm fired up. You know what's crazy, man? To go get pizza and go see Bad Boys tomorrow night at eight o'clock with the girl in the city of Chicago is probably gonna hit you for like seventy five dollars. Yo. <laughs> This shit is absurd. Let's let's, like, let's. You gotta really decide if you want to go see a movie or not. You know what I mean? Like, is it actually worth it at this <laughs> point? Like, that's crazy, right? I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna break. I, I can break it down for you right now. So, the t- <laughs> I already got the tickets because you know it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty packed. I wanted to make sure we got some decent seats, so I reserved the tickets already. Tickets were fifteen a piece, and then after fees, they're probably like seventeen a piece. So they were thirty four bucks. All right, there you go. So that's j- just the tickets alone were $34. <laughs> $34. That's just crazy. Yeah. So pizza for two and and one, we'll just cap it at one drink. So I get a beer, she gets a glass of wine or a cocktail, whatever. That's 40 bucks. At Easy. least. At least, right? So that's, Easy. So that's 75 we probably won't get any popcorn because we just had pizza, right? But you know, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some M and M's or something like something, something yeah, some you're a chocolate. Candy. You know what I'm saying? Some candy or something, right? And of course, I'm not gonna get it at the theater. But I'm gonna slide down the street to Seven Eleven. I was about to say, yeah, you're not getting it at the theater, yeah, though, no, right? No, 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 nah. no never, right. never, never. So like, but, never, but bro. <laughs> even that, tack on yeah. five, tack on yep. five for the um, for the candy, and then yo. No, twelve like twelve bucks for the Uber there and back. That's like twenty five. Right. That's that's like twenty five bucks. You're looking at so a hundred, hundred ten dollar night, easy. And that's if y'all don't go out. I guess you can you can separate going out that night. But I mean, like, yeah, or you know what I'm saying. Like, like yeah, if whatever. we if we called it right there, it's a hundred and ten dollar. Or night, you easy. are just like, oh, let's get a nightcap drink. Let's get one more drink. Right. You know what I mean? That's another twenty dollars right there. Yep, that's twenty. You spent hundred and thirty five dollars. <laughs> We went to go, and then and then the movie fuck around be trash. Motherfuckers be yeah. hot. <laughs> and then you're like, damn, 135 dollars for that? Like, man, just yeah. run off the 150. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like why, that. Like, that's why we rarely see movies because I'm multiplying that shit by three. Yeah, no nah, facts. Obviously not the drinks and shit, but it's like, yeah, all you, that. You shit. really got to go see. It. You, you really want to see the movie, huh? <laughs> no, nah, it's got to. Yeah, shit better be like Scorsese. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel yeah. you. I feel so, it. Now I'm, I'm sure. gonna go ahead and my answer to that question is Huffy. Okay, I'll let you know tomorrow. Huffy, Don't Huffy. Huffy. All right, next question. I'm the Memphis Grizzlies. You're the Memphis Grizzlies GM, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You call up David Griffin over at the actually no, yeah, you remember Grizzlies GM, right? David Griffin's from the Pelicans calls you. Yeah. And says, right now. Oh, I'm not I'll giving up. I'm not giving up. I'll give you Zion. I'm, no. I'll give you Zion for John Morant. What are you doing? I'm asking him for two ones with it. <laughs> with Zion? Like, I need Zion in two ones. Like, no, of okay. course not. What? Good. Yeah, Perfect. no. Yeah. Never. I'm worried John about Morant. Zion. John Morant averaging 18 points. Seven dimes, three and a half boards, shooting forty nine percent from the field, forty percent from three, eighty percent from free throw. And the Memphis Grizzlies, I believe, 
have won what eight of ten? They've been yeah. They've been fun they've as they've been fun as hell to watch. They've won six straight and eight of ten, um, and are eighth in the playoff spot behind is, is John Morant and Triple J, right? So um, and it's yeah, dude, and they're fun to watch. Yeah, no, nah, bro, I'm worried about Zion. I'm not gonna flex. Yeah. I think he's I, mean, car- I, I think he's carrying too much weight. He's already having problems. Like, nah, man. He's got Mike. He, he, he hired Michael Jordan stylist. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was really bad that, too, bro. That fit, these, that, when I saw that, I almost threw up. These young rappers is 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 nah, rubbing off. Think that's young is rubbing rapper, off whatever, on them. Whatever that is, bro. And we, you might you put the picture up already, but that fit. There's so many things wrong with that fit. Yeah, that fit like, was horrible. You're that big, bro. You can't be trying to dress like that, man. You might just have to, you know what I'm saying? As a big man, you got to know your limitations. <laughs> yeah, it did look. It was really bad. It was it really was bad. Super goofy. But yeah, nah, bro. I, I, I'm, I'm. If I'm Memphis, I'm in love with John Morant, and we're gonna keep rocking with him. He's, he's gonna be a really good player, bro. Yeah. He's gonna be going for twenty-five, seven and seven, seven and five. Yeah, and he's a dog, bro. He does. He has no Lori marketing in him. Put it like that. <laughs> yeah, no, How about that? Zero, zero marketing. That boy is not from blood. Finland. You hear me? Zero. You see how he came out hard the other night, bro? He's not from Finland. Put it like that. You yeah. feel me? Like, yeah, nah. I love. I I I, I love John Moran. He got that dog in him. I'm all for John Moran. Yeah. The John Moran experience. Absolutely. I'm super excited to watch this. Yo, game. you know my guy Max is repping him too. He's oh Ma- for real? Yeah, Max. Uh, he's with uh. John Morant's with Tandem Sports Entertainment. My guy is like the lead. He works with him. Anything John needs, he gets for him. He's like, yeah. yeah this, tell me, tell he, him to continue doing that because John's going to be a star, man. Yeah. I mean, he already is a star. Like, I, I love I love when young dudes, and I think it's, it's great that you brought up marketing because it is a big difference. Like, marketing has all the talent in the world, but he don't got that dog in him. Like, Ja has that dog. Ja will go three for 40. If it's to get the W, you know what I mean. Like I, I love those type dudes. He's a uh, by any means necessary cat. Yeah, that's why. Uh, just like my boy Tyler Hero. No, shout out no limit. Shout out no limit hero. hero. One, <laughs> one time for five. Shout out no limit hero. No limit hero. Talk about a dude who wears fits to the games. Yeah, man, he like gets the fits dude. off too. <laughs> he gets ready. the fits off like crazy. He's in Miami. He's loving life down there. I already loves know. it out there. He's like, what? I'll stay here for 15 years. Yeah, shout Pat. out to no Eleven Hero. But yeah, no, John Morant, Rookie of the Year, obviously. So you're hanging up. You're like, yeah, no, it's not happening. No, no thanks. Okay. I mean, could be a mistake down the road, but right now you just I don't, I, I can't. Even if Zion comes and be is great, like you know John's going to be great. Like he's already this good. You know what I mean? He's only going to get better. So he's 20. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's 20. All right, my... that's, that's just real quick. That's just proof you can find hoopers anywhere because this dude somehow was at Murray State. Yeah, absolutely. Is yeah, it's, yeah. That's more proof that a lot of these dudes have no idea what they're talking about. The recruiters, all that. Yep. All right, my uh, my second question is, and I'll stay on the hoops because I, I was gonna I was gonna do the other one first, but I'll stay on the hoops. If you need a bucket right now today on one possession. Are you going with Zach Levine or Russ Westbrook? Because <laughs> <Wow. laughs> Russ is my guy. It even pained me to ask this, but do I need a bucket or a turnover? You need a. <laughs> you need. You have one possession right now today, and you need a bucket. Zach Levine or Russell Westbrook? 
I mean, I, I would have to go Russ. Wow, really? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, just yeah, and it's not like I'm not happy Why? about it. Why? I have to go Russ. Why? I just feel like he's more capable of getting a high pressure bucket than Zach Levine is at this moment. Not saying that Zach Levine can't, because I've been impressed with Zach's ability to get buckets. But I mean, we always knew he could. Um, but I feel like in a high pressure situation, like you're presenting to me, I'm taking Russ. Man, I'm gonna have to disagree, bro. But neither of them are anywhere close to like my top in the list league list at all. It pains me to say that, but Levine. Yeah, you love Russ. I love Russ. Levine is shooting forty from three. He's shooting like forty four percent from the floor. To get a bucket, just one bucket on one possession, right now today, I got to go Zach Levine. See, when I think bucket, I don't think jump shot. I think someone. I think just going to the rim and like. Forcing your way to a two point bucket. Oh, just like, like run, just like running through like people. Just yeah, anyway. Yeah, because like yeah, because yeah. if you're like yo, I need someone to get a bucket. Like the first person I wouldn't think of would wouldn't be like Steph Curry, even though you know the dude is a walking bucket. It's like I think like like we talk about all those bucket getters. Like it's hard to describe what he does, but right. he puts the ball in the basket type guy. Okay, like, well Lou then, Williams, give me a bucket right now. Then you know yeah, that dude. Yeah, he's a, he's a walking like Mello, bucket. Mellow, Mellow can just get buckets. He just you know he mean? can like, get you a bucket. Sure, I don't know. He just gets buckets. You know. So final answer is uh is Russ Westbrook. Okay, interesting. Levine, yeah. I think Levine could just get you a bucket in 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 more ways right now from a long two, a three. He could get to the rack too. So I'd have to go with Levine. But I hear you. All right. Um. <laughs> so you were talking the other day about uh, your, your man's Joe Burrow and the season that he had. Montana Burrow. Montana Burrow and how, you know, you agree with Shannon Sharp that it was the greatest season ever from a college player. Absolutely. Um, And I want to put an argument to that. Okay. Because up until Burrow, and I, I've argued with myself over the last couple of days, but I keep going back to this. Up until Burrow, I said the greatest year I've ever seen from a college player was Cam Newton's one year at Auburn, and here's yeah, why. It was crazy. Very untalented Auburn team, right? Like the team was name another player off that team other than Nick Fairley. I'll wait. Yeah, Lichtensteiner, that tight end. I remember him. Remember Lichtensteiner? him? Yeah, like number forty-seven. It's like Lichtenberg okay. or Lichtensteiner. He he passed what, what, away on some crazy what, what, shit too. Rest in peace. Oh, he did. All right, I was about to say, what's he doing now? Yeah. But never mind. Um. So either way, not a great team, right? Awfully coached team. Gene Chizik was fired two years later. Yeah, I think Chizik, year, Chizik was he. That's a I forgot and, he was the he was the coach and, and never got a job. Never had it was never a head coach. I looked it up was never a head coach again. Ah, dude, he was awful. Never a head coach again, right? The next year that they went, they went three and nine. Cam Newton came through there in one year like a wrecking ball and wreaked havoc on the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, he was right? a monster. The Auburn game where they're down twenty four to three at half or twenty one to three. Yeah, it was twenty back, I think it was twenty one three, yeah. Obviously won that game, played that entire season under crazy scrutiny. Yeah, was the, the Brown bag man. In the morning. Remember he was that game he was suspended and like the, before the game he was suspended and nobody knew and then they reinstated him right before the game. And then it came out <laughs> after the game and they had suspended him. You but reinstated about, him. You talking about the Brown Brown Bagman, his pops, his pops yeah, was crazy. All, yeah, all, it was every week. Played, played the season under crazy scrutiny. He was pretty much a free agent, came in one year, one year, took the team undefeated, won the Heisman, became the number one pick in the draft, right? Didn't throw 60 touchdowns like Joe Burrow, I get it, but listen to these numbers right here. 
Cam Newton is one year in college in Auburn, right? Completed 66% of his passes, threw 30 touchdowns, right? Rushed for 1,473 yards and added another 20 scores on the ground and caught two passes for 42 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> Those are really good numbers. I didn't, re- I didn't realize he had 1,500. You said four, how many yards rushing? 1,473 yards rushing on 264 attempts. Wow. 200 and so 264 rushing attempts, 280 passing attempts, right? Uh, 4,300 all-purpose yards, 51 touchdowns, undefeated, and the team went three and nine after he left, and the coach was fired a year later. Yeah, that mean th- that's so. And because of the reason, and you said in your thing, you always need talent, coaching, and a quarterback. Yeah. And from what I remember, they had a quarterback, and they did not have talent and coaching. <laughs> and they won the national title. Yeah, yeah. And they won the national title and he won the Heisman. So I gotta ask you: Was Cadillac you, Williams on that team? Who was his running back? He had no, a good Cadillac back. Williams and Ronnie Brown were way before. That was uh, who was the light skinned dude that played the quarterback in the NFL forever? Played like fifteen different teams. Played on the Bears. Jason Campbell. Jason Campbell. Yeah. Yeah, that was Jason oh, that Campbell. was Jason no, Campbell's squad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Hey man, no, no listen. Literally, no one else on that. The only other player that I remember was Fairly. Yeah, I mean, that's a monster season. Won the Heisman, won national championship. And and I hear you. And it is it is stark that the the very next year they go three and nine coming off a title when he leaves. Like, that's crazy. Big time year. I mean, you could go back to, you know, Tebow, Newton, Manziel, Vince Young. Like, those are all great years. The shit that the shit that Burrow just did is I I, I it might be some recency bias to it, but th- it, this shit was craziness, man. It was crazy. The numbers were crazy. The poise was crazy. Bro, he completed 76% of his passes. Like, it's yeah. cr- it's crazy, dog. It, it was crazy. 65 total touchdowns. It was, out of, it was out of pocket. So, right now I'm sticking with that. But, yeah, I mean, Newton's year was out of control. That's crazy. Out of control. 230 rushes on top of <laughs> 264 <crazy>. rushes. <laughs> yeah, like that's crazy. That's really crazy. That's not even fair, man. Yeah, that's um, crazy. I, I hear you. Um, but, yeah. That, and it was, was in the was, SEC, too, so that's a good and comparison. The SEC, and that's when Bama was really humming like crazy. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Like, I mean, you remember that game. They were down at halftime, and Newton came out like it was nothing. That was He beat, he beat Mariota in that championship. Yeah, and that to me, Cam was just so much better than college football. Yeah, he dude, he was just on. He was it was a man. It was a man versus boys. He was he NFL was a ready. Man versus boys type situation. Like he was you're, a, yeah, you're he like was an NFL dude. dude. On Sunday yeah. immediately. Right. Yeah. Straight like that. Yep. All right. My last question: Would you in your lifetime would you rather attend a Super Bowl or an NBA All Star game? Oh, Super Bowls. Yeah. Yeah. I- Man, I thought you would Man, say All Star Game. No, let's, let's back this up. How am I attending the All Star Game as a what do regular you fan, run of the mill in the stadium, or as somebody with money and like really like sitting up close? No, like if you were, like, would you rather sit in a like? Okay, would you rather sit like if you if you could sit anywhere you wanted in each one, Super Bowl, courtside? Or, yeah, you could sit courtside and at the fifty or like a box and a box, whatever um, you wanted. See, I'd rather sit courtside at an, at an all-star game than be in a Super Bowl. But if you're talking about from just a, a pure sports experience, I'd rather be in a Super Bowl. It means something. Come on, bro. You, answer the question, bro. 
What are you, what are you talking about? You rather be at the Super Bowl or the All Star game? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yep. Damn, I thought you would say all. I would have bet money you just had All Star game. I'd only want to be in the All Star game for the scene. That's it. I have zero interest in the game. Yeah, because the game means something. I, yeah, I guess that's it's, true. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm there with money and like I'm sitting courtside, I'm like in the mix. Like, hell yeah, I want to be in the All Star game. You the All Star game like, would be sick. Yeah, because you're just like you're in the mix. But like, I don't give a fuck about the action on the floor. Right. Whereas the Super Bowl, I legitimately like from a sports standpoint, like I'm interested in the game. Like I'm watching the game. I don't really give a shit where I'm sitting. You know what I mean? Like obviously I want better seats, but like I wouldn't want to go spectate the All Star game. I'll put it that way. Like zero interest in it. Oh I, man, yeah, I think I, that shit would be dope. I, I nah, like I know it's gonna be here this year. And I was thinking it's funny you're talking about this. I was thinking about this last night, and I was like, I haven't even looked at tickets because I have zero interest in going. Interesting. Interesting. And if someone came to me like, yo, I got some tickets, I go. But like, I don't, I wouldn't seek that out. I don't, yeah. But yeah, if somebody came up to yeah. you and, and their left hand had all star tickets and then the right yeah, hand had two. No, 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 no. I'm saying, but, but to, to get the final oh. answer, if someone came up to you and then their left hand had all star tickets and the right hand had Super Bowl tickets, you'd grab the Super Bowl tickets and keep it moving. Most likely, unless we're sitting course. <laughs> no, that's not what you want to hear. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm grabbing this. I'm going to okay. Super Bowl. All right, I'm Super, going Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm going Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yep. Okay, same. How about enough. you? Fair enough. Oh, man. I think I would go to the All-Star game. Really? Yeah, because I would love to see all those big-time athletes on one floor messing around. And you could just I could just get a Super Bowl that I really didn't give a fuck that, like, that much about. And it was just, like, another game type of thing. Interesting. Like, last year, I didn't really care about the Rams, Patriots. Like deep down, like hmm, who cares? But like, it, I think it'd be dope to go see Luca, Giannis, LeBron, Steph. Like those dudes running up and down. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, I guess it'd be. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it, either both both events are stellar. So yeah, they're both yeah they're both yeah they both be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind going to either one of them, but I feel like the All Star Game would be so much more enhanced by based on where I was. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of like a fight, bro. Like if you went to a fight, it'd be like, yo, I want to go to the I I don't want to go to a fight. Period. But like, man, going to a fight and being in the first ten rows, like, come on, man, stop. Playing. Yeah, different. Like, yeah, it's different. 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 It's just, it's a whole, <laughs> like when we sat at that game, like, yo, I'm not gonna lie, like we went to that game, like that experience was dope as hell. Like sitting that close. Yeah, that like, shit was fire. LeBron. By the end of the game yesterday, I snuck down and went down that way because I was like, I can't, you know, I need to be down here. Right. This is where I belong. <laughs> this, is where I, this is where I'm meant to be at. Hey, I do want to hit you on something for a minute, though. Yeah, something yeah. that you said when you were talking to Mayberry. You, dis- you, you inadvertently disrespected my mans. Okay, yeah. And I got to call you out on this. This will be a good segue into this Chicago so, only talk real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it was during the uh, the analytics part. And all that, and we were talking, you know, you guys were kind of going back and forth about that a little bit, and how, like, you know, people were, like, the Warriors are always the example of analytics, and you said, yeah, that's easy to do when you have, like, two of the greatest shooters of all time, right? Like, the two greatest shooters of all time. And then you said, well, you know, obviously Steph, like, the greatest shooter of all time, Clay, you said something along the lines of, like, say what you want to about Clay or think what you want to about Clay. Which I felt was so disrespectful. Well, he's one of the best. I said he's one of the best ever. Clay Thompson, listen. What are we talking about? <laughs> Clay Thompson is a better shooter than Steph Curry. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I, 
I, I've, I've, there's Listen. been, there's been times where I've thought that, but I don't know yeah. if I could bring myself all the way to actually admit that. Clay shooter, Clay Thompson's a better pure shooter than Steph Curry. Steph Curry is a more dynamic shooter, right? Because Steph Curry can shoot off the dribble. Steph Curry can get shots up out of nowhere. So because yeah, you're, of uh, you're, you're, that. you're proving my point right now. Clay Thompson. You just, is a better shooter. You just proved my point. He could shoot. No. He's he could shoot it in more ways and just and for just as good as average as Clay. So he's a better shooter. No. Yes. Yeah. Clay Thompson's a better. Sh- Listen, Steph Curry couldn't get sixty on eleven dribbles, bro. That well, dude. That's because th- this Clay this, <laughs> this, com- this conversation could go crazy points. because. He's catching and shooting on crazy looks. Like, Steph handles the ball more. Steph is a more dynamic and overall better shooter than Clay, but Clay has a fireball. We're talking Clay about, got a better, we're talking about Clay, the best the best three-point shooter of all time and then the second best, probably. Put it this way. If you gave Clay Steph's handle, it would be Yeah, but he over. doesn't have his handle. That's You'd why have a better player. Yeah, well... <laughs> Yeah, if you gave me uh, you gave me Kobe's nah, fierceness, I I, then yeah, I'd be in the league. Like, yeah, well. Clay's a better shooter. You just the way you said wow. it, the way you said it was like Steph's place was undisputable, and Clay's was like, yeah, he might be the second or third best. <laughs> uh, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. Okay, <laughs> fair to, enough. Clay, I had to pause the podcast. To, I was to, like, nah. To see. be on wax, Clay is probably the second best shooter of all time. I, Man, there's some good. You, like you, you would say they're one and two, no doubt already. Yeah, there's no zero doubt about it. Mm. Doug, I just the the man dropped sixty on eleven dribbles. That's all I gotta say. I don't care what the looks look like. <laughs> you couldn't drop sixty on eleven dribbles in an open in an empty gym. You know what I mean? Like, like stop, bro. Yeah, like, come that on. is that, that's yeah, that was some all time. The shit. ball didn't touch. The, it was catch shoot. What about James? James averaging thirty seven yeah. tonight, which is I don't think he is, gets the re- he's, which is he's, stupid. He, he might be the third best shooter of all time, <laughs> which is For dumb. Real, like he, he pulls up from sixty feet. It's, it's stupid. Wet. It's stupid what he's doing. Trey, Trey Young might be the fourth best shooter. Of all time. <laughs> Dude, Trey like, going crazy too. He might start in the All Star game. That's fucking. Crazy man. Yeah, he's got, got the nine, he's man. got the uh, he's got the fan votes. I was just reading about. But that. I don't see. But that's the thing. Like I don't want to hear anybody talk about Levine if you're voting for Trey Young to be in the All Star game. Yeah, I mean, people just want to see Trey. He's excited. He has that Steph Curry game. Yeah. Like people will want to see that shit, especially well, the, the young up, young boys. And I'm not advocating for Levine to be in the All Star game, but they bring up the win total when they talk about Levine, but they don't seem to bring it up when they talk about. Uh, about Atlanta, Atlanta. yeah, that's the, the worst, worst team in the NBA. league. Yeah, and Trey Young, I could, I, I, I could get an NBA bucket off of Trey Young. Yeah, oh, turnstile. If you gave me thirty minutes, I would get a bucket off Trey Young. Yeah, he's a turnstile. He's just, yeah, no. Let's close out the show with the Chicago only talk. We'll talk about we, we we'll skip the Bears talk for you just so so we don't even get into it. But Bears hired DiFilippo from Philly. He's going to be the offensive coordinator. No, no, he's the quarterback coach. So he's got we we got someone just for Mitch to to refine his game, and I read something that DiFilippo got like a seventy eight or eighty passer rating out of Jamarcus Russell, so he's like the quarterback whisperer. So if he if if Trubisky can't flourish off of this, then it's stay tuned. But let's talk about Lori Marketing. This guy's mush, man. 
Simple trash. as that. He's he's not tra- trash is not the right word because he's he's skilled, he's talented, he can play. He's just mush. He has no edge to him. He has no go getter to him. Like he he's the type of dude where if you like told him to like get out of the way, stop talking, like he would just stop talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm okay, fine. That's fine. Like, whatever. Never mind. Like, that's the type of dude he is. He just, he's just not the one. So I was, so I was at the game last night, and I wanted to. I watched him right, and I was just, I just wanted to watch Lori. Um, it's funny how much you can he, learn when you just key in on one person. By the way, when you're watching, runs around out there, not asserting himself. Oh, at all. To quote, to quote Kyrie, it's glaring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's out there. Like in the beginning of the game, he was just getting his shit beat left and right. He he just he just kind of runs around out there with without any real where to place to go. He's not assertive. Kind of like you said, if the ball comes to him, he gets an opportunity to score. Cool. Fine, cool. If not, I'm not gonna call it. Like I could never picture Lori having a good look and, like, clapping for the ball and calling for it. You know what I mean? Lori is like, out there like he's getting exercise. Yeah. Like, he's nope. just out there to, like, get cardio. And if I if I get a couple buckets in the middle, then fine. Yeah, it's great. I don't want to I don't want to take anything away from Zach. You know, I got to let Zach <laughs> right. score a little bit. You know, I got to let this guy score a little bit. If like, I can get a sweat, I'm good. Yeah, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want anything to happen here. Um, and it's just... He's super passive, non-assertive, and like he he goes up soft, like goes up soft, man. Like you are seven feet tall. I know you're not like a, a bang in the post type guy, but at the end of the day, you are seven feet tall. Like put go up hard, you know what I mean? Don't lay it up, dunk it. You know what I mean? Like call for the ball, be a number one option. He that he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it in them, or number two at least, like right. You know what I'm saying? He just doesn't have it. Um, <coughs> the system and the scheme doesn't help him. I'll say that. Huh? The the coaching and the system doesn't help him very much. But no. that's almost like an even. It, it makes it it, it it's, it's glaring. It highlights it even worse. Like if there's any type of coaching or design where you're not the focal point, you're not going to do anything. Nothing. Like everything's gonna have to be called for you. We're gonna have to run sets for you all day long, or you're literally gonna do nothing. Yeah, that's why I never liked the Dirk comparisons. <laughs> yeah, stupid. Dirk was like, "Give me the rock." I got, I got. Well, the other thing with Laurie is he doesn't have a move yet. Remember, Dirk had those three moves. Dirk, oh, bro, Dirk, Dirk, Dirk would put you on a post. It was over moves. with. Three moves. He had a little up and under. He had that high little fadeaway jumper. And then he had he had one other move. I forget what it was. We literally, I used to watch all the time. Like, dude, that's three moves. He had the one leg fadeaway. The one leg fadeaway. Yeah, yeah. unstoppable. It was a bucket. We could get a bucket off of those. Anytime bucket. We wanted. Bucket. Yeah. Yeah. So nah, bro. He's mush. He's super soft. Yeah. yeah he's soft and like he. Yeah, he's passive. I mean, just, he's a beta. He has like a watching him there yesterday in that dead ass arena. Yeah, the, um, the energy sorry, was not was whack, huh? Oh my god, the energy was terrible. It was like a funeral. <laughs> the only energy that at any point was they, they did a little wave at one point, which like it was actually a pretty successful wave, considering how low the energy was in the stadium. But 
Yeah, bro, that's just not rocking. Like, you've been in the UC when that shit is rocking. Even when the teams aren't good, like, you know what I'm saying? There's energy. The energy was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. One thing I did see, though, and it was funny because you talked about it with uh, Sato, as far as looking up shots. Yo, this guy, I, I've never hey, seen anything like it, bro. I watched Sadoransky get an offensive rebound under right under the bucket, right? Yep. The nearest person to him was Isaiah Thomas. Sato didn't even look at the basket. He just immediately cleared it out. Bro, didn't doesn't contemplate laying the ball up. Yeah. It, never. It, it's like when he has the ball in his hand, there's a lid over the basket. And he like it, it's crazy. Yeah. And then and, like, and then the other night in Boston, he did try to lay it up and, and Tatum slapped it so crazy. I think maybe that's why. Cause I remember yeah. thinking like, man, maybe this is why he hasn't laid it up. He's getting his shit slapped up. Crazy. But yeah, bro. I, I've never seen a guy never look at the rim. Not at all. Like, yeah, his I'm sure his analytics are off the charts because he doesn't he's the most efficient motherfucker ever because he ever he never attempts to shoot the ball. Like it's crazy, bro. Sadaransky, yeah, it's what's wild. Wild. Yeah, he just he oh, did. It's so funny. Also, uh John Wall was up there looking like looking like forty million a year. Easy light. Light for it. He sit on the bench in the all black suit with the with the, <laughs> with the picture, Looking like with money. The was he was, was he talking to Otto pregame? Was he was him and Otto talking? <laughs> I, I, I didn't see the pregame. I didn't see the pre Otto was up there looking like twenty seven mil. Yo, though. him and Otto should have been chopping it like, yo, this <laughs> yeah. some shit, huh? We ain't doing so, shit. You know the between the two of us we get seventy million and not play. Not play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At so all. It was, it was pretty, and then, it was pretty and then, crazy. And then no rush to get back. And then Felicio got a couple minutes last night. Oh the worst player in the NBA. Worst player in the league. Cornette played 35 minutes a game. What else did I see? I don't know, man. The Bulls suck, man. Like, that shit was just depressing. I don't care if they won. Free Bradley Beal, also. <laughs> yeah, he's a bucket. He's a bucket, but he he's got just the max. He got the, he got the bread, though. He out. Yeah. Send him to yeah, LA. He'd yeah. be scary in LA. Also, speaking of freeing people, shout out my man D Rose tonight. Got his seventh straight game with 20 points. He's been balling, bro. Balling. On that weak-ass Detroit team, too. Free D-Rose, man. That team is trash, too. Their team is super trash, and Blake is hurt again. You know we beat them four times. Have we? <laughs> yeah, four of our wins are against Detroit. That's funny. Yeah. All right, man, let's leave it there. We, and we, just, we just fired off a little hour 40. <laughs> Hour fifty. Gotta, gotta give the people what they want. Gotta get the gotta get the streets what they want. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. I am your host Sean Little, Big Nick, the Quick Nick Harvey on the line. Make sure you subscribe, man. iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Give us the five star review on iTunes if you're rocking with us. Big love. No catch up Chicago.com. I'm starting to post the podcast on there. Make sure you check that out. Go get a T-shirt too. All that for Big Nick the Quick. I am your host Sean Little. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. Let's scatter.